hello from the members of First United Methodist Church in Royce City. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you find it meaningful and relevant. You're invited to join us for worship anytime, and you can learn more about our worship options, location, and small group opportunities by visiting our website, fumcroycecity.org. Today, we hear from our pastor, Reverend Chris Everson. May God bless you as you listen to His Word proclaimed. You know, I like uh, when we get back to worship after the beginning of the year. Uh, Not because I don't like Advent or Christmas, but the reason why is because during Advent, we, we kind of trick, or not trick, tinker with uh, the order of worship, and we do some things differently. You know, we add the, the lighting of the Advent candle. We, we add maybe a couple of other things. We take a couple of, of parts of worship out. But when we get back to the beginning of the year, we, we start the familiar rhythm of, of worship again. And I want to thank you for your, your generosity last week as we really told, basically threw everything out and we did the uh, Wesleyan Covenant service. But, you know, it, it's good to do those things, but it's also good and, and familiar and comfortable to come back to the way that we do worship. You know, yes, this is a, a contemporary or modern or whatever modifier word you want to use for the style of worship we do in this service, but there is a, a, a type of liturgy to it. And what I mean by liturgy, I mean a rhythm. It, it's something that we do over and over again, and, and it brings comfort and it brings, brings peace to us. And that's something we do as we gather together. We, we bring ways to, to do things that help bring us comfort and peace. So hopefully, while we're together, it allows us to explore and, and be available and open to, to what God has, has for us today. You know, I, I am not... Uh, uh, well, I'm, I'm convinced that, that God speaks in a whole lot more ways than, than the time that I'm up here, that I know that, that people hear from God through the music that we sing, through uh, Wanda's Young Disciples time, through, through the prayers, through even the fellowship that we have together. All of those things allows us to be closer to the one who, who loves us and created us. That's one of the reasons why we wanted to do this series as we start uh, 2020 together, to remind us what, what is it that we are called to do? How, how do we refocus ourselves so that we may be open to what God has for us? You know, a lot of the things that we do is uh, all based around the mission of our church. And, and you see the mission of our church written on our, our worship bulletin. If you go to the website down at the very bottom, you can see the mission of a church. But it, it's something that is ancient. It, it's actually the words of Jesus that tells us what we are about as we gather together as a church. So I want to invite you to join with me and uh, say our, the mission of our church from Matthew chapter uh, 28 verse uh, 19. Would you please read this with me? Our mission is to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. That's a big mission. That there, there's a lot 
packed into to, to what we are supposed to do as a church. It, it says that we open up the doors for people to come in and experience God's love and grace. But it, it's not about, everything is not about what we do in here. But, but the most part, or, or the main part of disciple making is, is what we do outside of these walls. When we're in community with other people, when we're, we're working side by side. So uh, back in 2017, we, we did this work with uh, the Healthy Church Initiative and several people in our congregation, we gathered together and with your input, we, we pulled together a vision statement that's also on our bulletins and on our website and even on our Facebook page. If you go to the top of it, you can see that our vision is posted there as, as a reminder to us of what it is or how do we, as Roy City First United Methodist Church, make disciples and how do we transform the world. So if you will uh, join me in our vision of our church. It starts out by saying, be gods, you belong here, worshiping together, serving with heart, growing in faith. Now, I know I've gotten a lot of grief about the opening statement of this vision, the be gods part, especially if you just hear it. It, it, it makes it sound like that we're saying that, that we need to be God. And that's not what it says at all. There, there's that apostrophe in there, and that reminds us not, not who we are, but it reminds us of who we belong to. It reminds us that, that, that everything that we do, all of the activity, all of, of life around us, reminds us that we belong to the one who created us. We belong to the one who, who gave us life, who, who put this, this energy in our bodies. And, and anything and everything we do, we do because God created us. And that second line is a very, very important line of our church. I, I love we got our uh, regular billboard back on uh, the road that comes into town. 548, is that it? That, 548, I got the number right. I have a hard time with those numbers, 548, but it says at the very top of it, you belong here. And it's a reminder that, you know, we are all in this together. And, and, and we all have different views of, of how, how life is, is moving around us. And, <clears throat> you know, we have different views politically. We have different views socially. We have all of these different things. But the most important thing is that we come together to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ. One of my favorite authors is uh, Brennan Manning, and, and he has a quote that I, that I love to, to roll around in my head just to remind me of who I am, where he said that God loves you unconditionally, just as you are and not as you should be, because nobody is as they should be. That's why we say you belong here. We know that we're not who we're supposed to be, but as we gather together, we, we grow in our faith so that we can become more like Christ because Christ dwells and lives inside of each one of us. 
So over the next three weeks, we are going to, to dig into the rest of our, our vision statement, talking about worship, talking about serving, and talking about growing. And today, we're going to talk about what does it mean to worship. So as we prepare to hear our scripture this morning, I invite you to go to God in prayer with me. Would you please pray with me? Oh God, we thank you. We thank you that you have given us community. We thank you that you have given us a place so that we may uh, be strengthened and, and, and lifted up so that we may then go out into the world and, and make a difference because you have made a difference inside of each and every one of us. So God, as we spend this time in worship, as we spend this time together as uh, the family of God, we pray that you let the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart here be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. So our scripture for this morning is from uh, the Psalms. Psalm number 150, verse 6. The Psalms are the ancient prayer book of, of the Jewish people, and, and we still go back to those Psalms to get comfort, to get words, to, to be strengthened as we move through each day. So we just have one scripture today, one verse, Psalm 150, verse 6. And I'm going to invite you to, to join with me in the scripture. We'll have the, the scripture up on the screen. Would you please save this passage with me? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, we kind of did that as your, uh, your event, your, your just church people on a Sunday morning just kind of read it. But if you notice that you see the word praise the Lord there twice. So this time as we read the scripture, give that second praise the Lord just, just a little bit more gusto, okay? Let's say that again. I know, comfort zone area. We don't do that thing, but no, we do do that thing. So let's say it again. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. That was good. Very good. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we're going to explore Every, what we do every week when we gather here together, and that is worship, or another word to say that is that we come together to praise the Lord. That's what worship is. Worship is, is adoration. Worship, worship is, is giving praise to, to God, showing reverence to the one who, who gave us life, the one who came and, and lived like one of us and died so that we may be set right with God and the one that comes and sustains us each and every day. That is what worship is all about. When we worship together, there, there, there are five different things that happen usually in worship. The first thing is, is that we sing songs. All of us, we can go, okay, check, we've done that. Another thing is that we pray together, check, we've prayed. Then we have the proclamation of the word or the preaching, and that's another check, something that we do. We, we give you know, the, the time of offering isn't just a, a break in the worship service where, where we pass the plate to pay the bills. No, it, it's an it's a act of worship where we say that God is so generous to us and he's given us so much, we are now returning 
to God what, what he has given us so that the kingdom may continue to be built because of his love for us and our love for our neighbors. And the last part is something that we do just, just once a month, and that's the sacraments. When we, when we share in, in the bread and the cup, or, or last week we even uh, remembered our baptism, which is an important sacrament that we have in our lives. All five of those things together, are, that's what worship is. That's, those are, are the rubrics or, or the parts of worship that we, we tie together so that we may come to know God more. Or we must remember that the most important thing about worship is that worship is not about us. Now, that's hard sometimes to the uh, to, 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 to stomach. <clears throat> you know, we want to be comfortable in worship. We want to have worship feed us. But when we think about it that way, we fail to remember exactly what worship is about. It's about bringing honor and glory to God. It's about giving ourselves up to allow God to, to fill us. And it reminds us and gives us the opportunity to say, God, we give you thanks. No matter what's going on in our lives, no matter what's happening around us, we spend time to give you thanks for all you have done. Our, our songs today really led to that, didn't it? When we, if we would go back and look at all of those words, they, they all pointed to the fact that this worship is not about me. This worship is all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Remember the words that we sang earlier. You know, it reminds us, and, and it gets us in the proper perspective that we're not God. God is God, and we are called to be God's people. See, that's when we get that part right about worship, when we get that mindset right, then we can then open ourselves up to the other important aspects of worship. I've seen uh, some of my pastor friends post on Facebook this little quote by uh, Francis Chan. And the quote is something like that had a church member come up to him and said, man, preacher, I really didn't like today's service. It didn't speak to me at all. And then Francis Chan says, well, that's good because we're not worshiping you. We're worshiping God. So that's one of those little aspects that we must remember. You know, we need to open ourselves up and remember that, you know, we are here not out of a duty, not out of a responsibility, but when we gather as the people of God, it's to say, God, we are yours, and we lift up our hearts and our minds and our souls to you. See, that's another important aspect or, or, or part about worship. Worship is something that needs to be done corporately. And what I mean by corporately, it means that we do it together. yes. I know, we can worship God wherever we are. You know, there are times where I wake up in the morning and I'll go out into the living room and I'll, I'll just sit and I'll, I'll read through Scripture or I'll, I'll play through some songs in my mind or, or maybe even go on a walk and I'll open myself up and, and I'll say, God, I'm worshiping you right now. Yes, that is a very vital part of worship, but there's just something that when we gather together as a people that reminds us, first and foremost, that we are not alone. 
but also reminds us that we do life together. That's why I like our, the social media program that we, uh, that we are on, that we participate in uh, every day. You know, if you look at our, our Facebook uh, page, we have a different post, and those posts calls us or, or reminds us to, to participate in, in, in different acts of, of growing our faith. Sometimes there's, there's prayer prompts where there is a little uh, timer that counts down and reminds us to pray about something or, or, or to breathe. There's, there's fun posts, I think like the one we had two days ago, it was like, what song is, is stuck in your head right now? That's part of worship because it, it helps us build relationship with each other. But I love the post that we had uh, yesterday. Every, every Saturday, there is a post inviting people to come to, to church on Sunday morning. And this is what it said yesterday. Church is meant to be up close real-time, locally rooted, and we wouldn't have it any other way. We'll see you tomorrow. See, that's the, that's the important part of, of why we do things corporately. That's why we, we gather together as God's people up close. You know, I can't build a relationship with Rip if I'm at home and he's here. Or, or vice versa. I get to know Rip and, 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 and get to, to love on him. He gets to love on me, and we get to, to share what's happening with each other when we are in proximity with each other. There's a lot of talk sometimes, a lot of jokes talking about uh, how people have their own specific pews that they like to sit in. Or, or, or we, when somebody actually sits in our, our pew that we normally sit in, we kind of rib them for being in our spot. I know it happens. I've seen it. I've heard all about it. But, you know, the reason why that happens, it's not because you're, you're protecting your own little kingdom here in the sanctuary, but I think it happens because you're used to sitting around the people that you sit with, and, and that allows you the opportunity to, to be in close proximity with one another. Now, I will say this. If there is a guest sitting in your pew, just move on. <laughs> Let them have the seat for, for that day. But, you know, remember that the reason why you are... Remember that the reason why you are attached to that, that specific place, it's because of the people that you're sitting around. And the people that you know, the people that you, you love on each other. You know, the, another important thing is that it's real time. You know, we Facebook Live every single uh, service because we know that there are people, and there are probably people right now who are at home or, or with family that are sick, and, and they can't be here right now, but they are able to be with us through, uh, through technology. But I'll tell you another thing. I've gone back to try to watch some of the uh, Facebook Lives, and, and it leaves me a, a, a little stale because we're not there. It, it, it's not a, a live setting. And I'm not just talking about mine. I'll, I'll go and I'll try to see what other churches are doing, and I'll try to watch their services. But it, it's flat because worship is meant to be something that happens at one time, that, that we gather together 
as one people. I was telling Dean earlier that I, I used to hate uh, doing podcasts, podcasting my, my sermons. And, and one of the reasons why I hated it is because it, it took the word that I said for this local congregation and it just put it out there without any context. It's just a, a message that, you know, somebody could get something out of it, and I pray to God that when people do listen to it, they do get something out of it, but it, it rips it out of the context of the entire worship service, the, the, the feeling and, and the, 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 the area or, or, or the aura, if you will, uh, of what is being built here. See, all of that is extremely important. And my friends, it is important to be here for worship. Not so that we can boast about how many people are showing up, but there's something about our souls that, that when we gather with people who love us, who care for us, who desire to grow as disciples of Jesus Christ, it, it lifts us up. It, it allows us the opportunity to continue to grow as disciples, to continue to, to share what is happening in our lives and to help to continue to build the community that God has called us to build. You know, the body of Christ cannot be a body if we don't meet together. You know, Paul talks about the body of Christ, about how, you know, the body saying, I wish I could be a hand too. But if we had one hand that was on one side of town and the other hand on the other side of town, how can we do the work that God has called us to do? Finally, and I think also important, is that when we worship, we worship God so that we may draw near to him. So that's what worship does for us. We worship God to tell him how, how awesome and how wonderful and how, how great God is. But in the midst of doing that, as, as James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. See, if we don't allow ourselves to be open, if, if we... If we refuse to allow our hearts, our, our minds, our souls to, to be open to God, how can we receive what God has for us? Now, God continues to call and, and, and finds ways to, to try to break in, but if we fail to listen, if we fail to be a part of what God is doing around us, we can't connect with God. And that's not what God has done for us, but it's what we do. If we continue to put up roadblocks in front of God, God will sit there and say, look, I'm here. I'm waiting. I'm ready for you to receive what I have, but you're going to have to come to me. You can't just continue to run off and, and expect that I will be a part of, of what you're doing, but when you draw near to me, I will be there for you. I will bless you. I, I will will comfort you. I will give you peace. I think it's important, and one of those things that I love about Jesus is that he continued to, to be available for those around him. But even those around him, they refused him. 
even those around him made the decision whether or not to follow or to fall away. But Jesus continued to say, come to me. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. See, that's what worship does. Worship allows us to come to God so that God can give us rest in the midst of all of our busyness, in the midst of all of our anxiety, in the midst of all of the trouble and strife in our life. Worship allows us to say, God, I am here for you. Fill me and use me as your vessel. So how does God use us? How does God draw us closer to him? That's what we'll talk about next week. Let us pray. Oh God, you have drawn us closer to you. You have given us the opportunity to be your people. So Lord, we pray that you allow our worship to be all about you. Allow our worship to to lift you up, not because you need it, not because you're less of, of God because we may not worship, but it reminds us of our position with you, that you are a God, you are a provider, you, you give us what we need, and we give you thanks. But Lord, we know that as we gather together as your people, that through worship, we, we, we build relationship. We, we bind ourselves together so that we may then go out in service to the world. So, Lord, as we complete this Sunday, strengthen us to move out into your world to bring love and grace and peace. And so, Lord, we lift all of this up in the strong name of the one who loves us and cares for us, Jesus, our Lord, and all God's people said, amen.